Hello guys, I'm here again, and you can you can hear me, well, if you can't hear me, then... If, if this is playing and you can't hear me, then you just can't hear me, and neither of us have a problem. So there's that. Um, I, I didn't really sit down thinking, I can't wait to talk into my phone, because I'm, I feel like I've, I've had a grumpy day. And let me tell you a sec, because... I won't go into the whole story because it'll just make me grumpy again. And I truly just, everyone gets grumpy. Everyone has those days. I'm having one of those days where I just don't need to be happy. I don't need anything to like put me in a good mood. I kind of just like need to stay in my bad mood and then also try not to like hurt people in the process. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to turn my feelings into knives and swing them around but I also need to just sit with my knife and and sharpen it you know just like Arya Stark with needle in the corner just just there in the dark and yeah I don't want to attack anybody but I'm staying over here so I don't know if you've ever vibed with that I don't know if you vibe with that right now I just didn't have like the best day and I ca- I even like shouted to God a curse word in my car publicly um i haven't really apologized for that yet i don't know if he's mad or if he was like oh okay you okay <laughs> i don't know but uh it got to that point today um but that's why i'm deciding i've prepared a a plan for a day like this and i don't i don't think i knew i was gonna need this on a day where i felt like just punching things and whatnot i maybe a week ago i prepared some podcast episodes and one of them is what we're going to talk about today and it's just movies from my childhood and it i wrote i titled it movies from childhood but i you could have been any age when these came out because trust me i know stuff I watched some of these movies at an age uh, that I shouldn't have with grown-ups who were like, yeah, watch this movie, little girl. Um, I, I don't have any excuses for them. I can say with some confidence that they didn't turn out to be great grown-ups, all of them. But some of them, okay, they just didn't care. And my mom was like a teen for some of that time. And my grandmother was like out in the backyard talking about Rush Limbaugh and Bill Clinton you know what I'm saying so they were busy the world was the 90s were like truly that perfect time of of part of the 80s where nothing mattered and part of the what we got into in the 2000s where everything mattered so kind of an interesting blend there but I was a child in the 90s and almost all of these movies are from the 90s or a little bit before them because honestly the adults in the room just wanted to keep rewatching the hits therefore I watched the hits and I wasn't I super wasn't one of those kids that and whether you were whether you are like me or not I'm not describing my childhood as like the best one cuz it definitely wasn't but I'm I'm sharing it just to share it so that we get to know each other 
or um, maybe you hear some movies and you're like, yeah, it's been forever since I've seen that, or I heard a lot about it, don't care, I'll pretend like I'm going to watch it, or maybe you are obsessed with it and it just feels good to know someone else is too, because some of the movies I'm about to talk about um, aren't amazing, and some of them are amazing simply because they're like cult classics and some of them are amazing simply because of the time they came out like some of the movies that came out in 1993 would not do well if they came out now or had they come out 10 years earlier they just hit it they timed it right Jim Carrey was the king you know when Whoopi Goldberg was Whoopi I just I can't believe I can't believe it. And I thought this just really lines up um, Golden Globes wise. It just feels like the right time. But I'm not going to talk about my newest, the latest hits in my movie loving life. But I do need to begin this podcast journey. It, It would be wrong if I didn't begin this podcast journey with talking to you about movies I like because that is me. And if you follow me on Instagram, then you know that I love movies unapologetically, pretty much every single movie I've ever seen. There are a handful of movies that I either just didn't connect with or like wouldn't recommend watching again, you know, but I'm not mad I watched it once. That's probably three or four movies in my whole life. And yes, I've seen the Bratz movie. If you're wondering but I'm just here to tell you I don't know how I, this happened I was just raised on movies and the feeling that I get I will tell you this before I begin saying any of these because this is me this is my philosophy this is my culture this is my brain this is my brand when I watch a movie at the end of it I feel thankful that anyone would make that for me that they would take me on that kind of journey that they didn't just hand me something that's black and white but they put color to it you know like they took a script and like a blank reel of film and they made that for me I feel this really weird huge spike of gratitude like thankfulness like holy crap, people who are so talented or so creative or so inspired, even just inspired, even if they don't have a single bone of talent, (laughs) they were daring. They dared, you know, like it's, it's just that feeling that I have. And I don't know how I'll, if I'll ever not be this way. I hope I'm never this way. And I will have a podcast episode coming out, um, where I, wherein I, talk to you about my philosophy on like filmmaking and it's I think I just have a really developed one because I feel like I've defended myself for a long time like uh mostly through college and high school (laughs) where people were like you like you like movies too much and I was like you you gotta sit down for a sec if you think that because I need to I need to give you the heartbeat behind the mask you think you're seeing you know so just gonna let you know that um, I like pretty much all movies and I I love that they exist and I love that they help me believe that other worlds are possible and that they also help me see myself in different shoes or simply reflect me back to me it's really cool so I'm and not all of these are (laughs) 
I'm, I'm not gonna like go into in depth into all these. I'm just gonna like see what happens when I start talking about them. <laughs> um, so the first one happened when I, I think I was four. Four is like that general age. I just throw around. I have no freaking idea. I was little. I was wearing a an aerial like pajama dress, <laughs> like little girls wore in the early nineties, and I was in one the place where we stayed every summer, which was with my um. I lived with my grandparents. They raised me and we were staying with one of her kids. So my aunt and, um, I think some older grownups put this on the TV. I have no idea. I just remember I wasn't supposed to, Oh, do you hear that? That's my dryer. My dryer is done. It's probably going to do that one more time, but this is real life. And I don't care if you hear that. So I probably wasn't supposed to be watching this, but I did it anyway, and I don't regret a single thing. It has changed the trajectory of my life, I'm 100% sure. And that movie is Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. It, I, I know a lot of people who have a strong opinion about Jim Carrey. My opinion about Jim Carrey is that um, I love him, and that he is so strange, and that he's so so peculiar and so out there and I get him and that he is the thing that I've always I've always been too afraid to be so that's why I like him I think he's great um Ace Ventura Bet Detective taught me <laughs> how to do impressions <laughs> other than watching um Family Matters and doing Steve Urkel like I was just Ace Ventura all the time and I don't, I don't remember any grown up being like, oh, don't let her watch that. He gets a blow job. Yeah, he gets a blow job. And I didn't know, obviously, I wasn't like, what's a penis? Tell me about how to put my mouth on it. Like, I'm sorry, TMI, bad NSFW. But like, seriously, I don't think I would let a kid watch that <laughs> now. <laughs> um, But I did. And I loved it. And uh, Ace Ventura is, I also love when nature calls. I mean, how could you not? I mean, you could not. That could be you. But anyway, I love Ace Ventura Pet Detective. I, it, it, yeah, it's in my childhood. It's in my life. It's in, burned into my brain. Um, also, as a kid, I used to get a lot of, I think, like, kidney infections. I don't know. It made, like, I'd be like, hey, it hurts when I pee. And then my grandmother would give me cranberry juice and always put on one of two movies. So here are the next two. Sister Act, like I said, Whoopi Goldberg, and Annie the musical like little orphan annie um the one with carol burnett as miss hannigan so i don't i don't recognize any other annies out there that is the annie that i recognize um because carol burnett is one of my queens um and also sister act blew my mind i loved watching it with my grandmother first of all she loves she loved that movie and she um taught me kind of how to unashamedly sing really loudly anytime I watched a movie with music in it that you can sing to so I also did that with Annie and um I felt the deep desire as someone who kind of felt like an orphan as a kid to connect with an orphan and honestly just I'd have nothing bad to say about Whoopi Goldberg or specifically her role as sister mary clarence because incredible work um okay some of these movies i'm gonna read off a couple that i liked simply because my grandparents 
loved them. Like they would come on and there are so many of those types of movies. Like my Nana really loved Neil Diamond. And so you can't not love the jazz singer if your grandmother loves Neil Diamond, you know, but that's not on here. I mean, it is now, I guess, because I brought it up. But one of the movies that my grandparents uh, were obsessed with um, was a movie that not a lot of people know about called Batteries Not Included. And basically, this movie is about tiny UFOs, not aliens, but the their spaceships. They're tiny ones. <laughs> this is where I literally, it breaks down so fast. The spaceships themselves show up at like a apartment complex slash, I think, diner. And I remember that the UFOs, the actual, the, like nothing comes out of them. There's no tiny alien inside that we know of. They have like feet and they help flip burger burgers. Basically, that's all I remember. And it was fun and jolly. And I fell in love with aliens. Yeah, I just said that. I fell in love with aliens. Any aliens listening over the airwaves, um, you know, I come in peace too. And that is not a euphemism. Okay, so the next movie that my grandmother and grandfather, but mostly my grandmother liked this one. She loved the movie Pollyanna. Um, I get it. I fully get it. I was already reading Anne of Green Gables. It was kind of in that chunk of movies where it's just like, oh, like... <laughs> my grandmother was a country girl, you know, and I was kind of like that kid who didn't really get that part of it. Oh, see, there was number two. Do you hear that? Thank you. Thank you, dryer. It may do it one more time. Like, I really don't. Maybe it's trying to tell me like, hey, I'm sentient and I would love to share my thoughts on your podcast. But dryer, you're going to have to try a little bit harder. If you're sentient, do more than beat. Anyway, Pollyanna. Pollyanna is dope. It always made me want blonde hair. I guess I did get blonde hair eventually, so shout out to you, Pollyanna. Thank you. Um, another movie that my grandmother loved, too, we, we, we grew up in like a softball baseball family, um, and so they loved the movies Angels in the Outfield and Rookie of the Year. Very different movies, but also kind of not, like very, it's like Sandlot, but major leagues, you know? Um, Angels in the Outfield is fun. Um it, it you flat you get to flap your arms you get to flap your arms you get to believe you get to be like angels are real and then rookie of the year you can every kid breaks their arm i never did but just pretty you know speaking generally it's a movie about a kid who breaks his arm and then suddenly gets really freaking good at pitching okay you know what i mean like okay or was it, is it hitting the ball i actually don't remember but i just remember he has like this crazy freaking arm because he breaks it and it gets all funky and then it heals and uh, or then it like unbreaks or pops back into socket yeah it sucks but anyway the movie's amazing um and Sandlot's on here too we just loved it um speaking of sports though <laughs> I don't know if this is a, it's a sport it's for sure a sport but I grew up loving the movie Cool Runnings Cool Runnings made me feel like the Jamaican bob, when you know that there's a Jamaican bobsled team and that this is like really happening, you're like, okay, this is, 
not okay my grandmother can look me in my two little dark brown eyes and say honey you can do anything you want to do you know she could she could tell me that but like okay she kind of had to tell me that could she look me in the eyes and be like you're limited to a few life options no so movies like cool runnings told me you can do anything you can be a, your own whatever in your life whatever dream you have that is the equivalent of being a Jamaican bobsled team you can freaking do it um anyways so i i i still feel that actually i feel a little bit of a heart palpitation right now because that it truly does give me that good feeling one of the other movies that's on this list that gives me that feeling um kind of similar but also just because it is one of those like epic movies um is free willy it's one of the first times like i grew up in southern california and you kind of i remember being like seven years old and my mom taking me and my best friend to sea world and spontaneously she was like tomorrow morning or tomorrow i'm taking you to sea world and we freaked out we were like what this went from sleepover to like i'm in heaven is this like how are you taking me to sea world but you mean heaven you know what i mean so all that to say you grow up thinking oh, i bet all these creatures are happy and then we find out they ain't freaking happy and i don't think i i don't think i put that puzzle together right away i don't think i was like oh my gosh this orca is so sad but like it kind of started me on that train and free willy has these magical moments the little kid in it reminds me so much of kevin bacon slash my stepdad um my mom's husband bob reminds me of that little kid so much i need to try to put a picture of them side by side because holy balls um and i love the like female like trainer in it she was so badass and her voice was all hoarse i always wanted to grow up with a hoarse voice and i i think i have kind of one it's not as cool as hers at all but it's definitely got a little bit of that i've been smoking and talking too much today you know and man i just oh god okay um moving on uh i love movies where the kids kind of did big kid stuff um so looking down this list not all of them did big kid stuff but kids kind of like won the day you know and and that's kind of like annie too but we're gonna list off some i won't go deep into all of them but um uh escape to witch mountain okay escape to witch mountain i also loved anything with witches and gargoyles and vampires and scary monster things was just that was my my jam that was my peanut butter that was my bread that was my knife that was my sandwich um and also i mean kids gotta win what what kind of stupid movie would be like the kids lost adults are amazing like may i can't even think of that that would be ew no so um anyway the parent trap is an obvious thing i don't even need to go into that if you don't like the parent trap like talk just talk to a therapist one time about it and see if there is a personal deep trauma reason because it doesn't make sense to me but the parent because the parent trap the Lindsay lohan one obviously because i love the og parent trap but i didn't you know it was a little, a little before my time um uh hocus pocus because bet midler are we i do we need to go into hocus pocus either i feel a deep connection to witches and also the kids who are like 
okay, well, we don't want to die, so suck it. Um, it's just a beautiful movie. It comes up all the time. I quote it nonstop. I feel a deep vibe. I would love to ride a vacuum around through the sky. Um, uh, oh, honey, I shrunk the kids. Kids get even smaller. You feel like you're a nothing kid overlooked all day and suddenly you become the size of an ant's toenail. It kind of feels like most kids are like, yeah, I feel that way. I just read an article in Nickelodeon magazine about that. You know, it's, it's, that's how you feel. And that's why Rugrats is so powerful. You're like, the grownups are just freaking out and reading like Dr. Lipschitz books and having mental breakdowns in the kitchen. And I just want to go in the backyard. So let's bust out of this weird playpen and just have a good old backyard time. Um, Anyway, okay, so, oh, Dennis the Menace is one of my favorites. Um, not only is it a classic cartoon, I just freaking love the people who are in that. Um, learned a lot about flowers that bloom once, I don't know, a, a, a lifetime. Um, chiclets for teeth. What is eye solution? Didn't know about that. Um, and also love the fact that he feeds um, that guy, the, the bad guy. Um, I don't know his name in the movie. Um, he feeds him just a crap load of beans. <laughs> it's so freaking great. Um, I love the little rascals. I obviously like that is a, these are all obvious. I should stop saying that. Um, little rascals was a, is, is a delight. It has a Whoopi Goldberg moment in it and it has pickles. It has two pickles, you know? Um, and it has a sassy girl being like, I don't need no man. You know, I would love a man, but like, you're, you ain't it. Um, the movie Blank Check, freaking incredible. Mr. McIntosh, this kid pretends to be juice without knowing it and gets a blank check and suddenly has $1 million, which is not that much money. I don't know how he buys a house and a business and pays. I don't know. Obviously he runs out of money, but anyway, Richie Rich got me stoked on Apple computers, Macintoshes, obviously, and um, being rich, honestly, let's go. Um, Jumanji, this, uh, Robin Williams is not on this list enough, but that's because I didn't fully get to wrap my brain around him beyond Mrs. Doubtfire for a long time. I was kind of like, what's all this? What's all this? You know, like I didn't get to fully go into like Jack and Patch Adams and I definitely didn't know about Dead Poet Society, so you know, or Goodwill Hunting, like holy balls. So that was later on, but Jumanji broke my heart in a thousand pieces the first time I saw it, and that was basically when it came out. And oh man, that what what a freaking adventure! Um, what a, a father son kind of heartbreak. Oh, just so much good and so much rough stuff um okay now a couple weird ones before we do the last few um homeward bound uh i could cry right now thinking of homeward bound i love all three of those pets i love chance i love shadow i love sassy for all that they are and and the vocal stylings of sally field and um, Michael J. Fox, and I have no idea who did Shadow off the top of my head. <laughs> um, just a great time. Loved watching people talk for animals, but also animals' mouths not move in a creepy way. I think that's key. 
Um, another weird movie you probably didn't see coming, and honestly, surprise, neither did I, but Coneheads. Coneheads is like one of those classic movies to me because my mom loved it, and people called her Cone. They still call her Cone. Um, that's just who she is. Truly, she is Cone. That is just her. But anyway, Coneheads is is it for me. It's just one of those classic um, pieces of like, how who thought of this and why is this real? And also, it's aliens. Bless my soul. Um, which leads me into Tommy Boy and Black Sheep. I love Chris Farley. Um, I think Chris Farley loved me. I really felt it from him. I learned how to be like, I know I'm this chubby, tall, I take up too much space. And let me tell you, Chris Farley taught me to take up all the space that I need to take up. And honestly, I wish he was still taking up space with us right now. Like that that man was so much heart and um, so much creativity and so much youth and liveliness in this one person. So Chris Farley, I love you, miss you, wish you were here. Um, one cartoon on here is a surprise, Thumbelina. I'm sure I loved other cartoons, but the, the one that I keep coming back to in my childhood that I'm just like, whoa, this surprisingly stayed with me. Um, I know all the songs. I love when other people know the songs. It's the story in particular is really annoying to me. And yet I love it. Like I don't watch it thinking, oh, I see the heart in that. It doesn't carry even part of the power of like Moana, you know, but it, it's just fun. And I loved, I loved guys. Listen, maybe you were like this. I freaking loved tiny shit, like tiny, tiny shit, like Polly pockets and just tiny shit. Thumbelina was this tiny ass girl. And she was like, dance on a moonbeam. And like, let me ride on the back of your bumblebee. You know what I mean? Like one of the most heartbreaking parts is when whatever the prince's name prince i want to say caspian but i know that's from narnia um anyway he brings her all these tiny gifts like i don't know like a little a bunch of little piles of things when he comes to meet her and then they get left behind because she is gone you know what i mean um so I was, I remember crying being like, but all those tiny cute things on the windowsill, like how adorable. Um, okay. Last few, because I'm going to get all down this weird path of tiny things. Um, a couple that these aren't like, um, the life changers for me. These are still just a few little random outliers. Um, and also a few little like, Oh, little heart moments. Um, one of the cool ones that I also loved watching with my grandmother, but this is also a freaky moment. Um, Look Who's Talking. (laughs) Look Who's Talking with John Travolta and Kirstie Alley and a baby and someone talks for that baby. And I can't remember who that is. It might, was that also Michael J. Fox? Maybe. But anyway, a baby talks. And then the second one, there's another baby, a little girl, and it's Roseanne Barr for that baby. Like, what a good time. Uh, just, just putting it out there. They're not great, but they're not, all the Look Who's Talking movies aren't great. But like, has that worked any other time? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think so. 
And one, uh, two final ones. One, another uh, movie that I have, I still watch, but I wanted to tell you a story with, is called The Mask. It's also Jim Carrey. Thank you, Jim, once again, for putting out two movies in the same year, which he did do The Mask and Ace Ventura in the same same year. I don't understand how that was possible. But um, there was a time in high school where I performed a skit for my school, and I was a in a beauty pageant. I was like a little skit I made up, I'm pretty sure. I don't remember all the details of it. It's been a long time. But I was in a skit where a bunch of pretty girls, I think it was like a pantomime, <laughs> a bunch of pretty girls and I were in a beauty contest and I was like the ugly one or I was like the weird, like awkward one. But I won because my talent was doing the Maracas song uh, that he sings in the movie, The Mask. So go ahead and treat yourself. Look that up. Um, and I, yeah, and my school watched me do that for them. And then I danced to um, Forever Young, I want to say, in my acceptance speech, I received flowers and then danced by myself because I was the queen and I didn't need no king. I don't know. I, I just Does a woman dance at her own beauty pageant or homecoming? Like, I don't think so, but I did. And that's it. So anyway, and then the last one that I watched with my grandma and my mom and my aunt and just couldn't stop watching was the never ending story and i was deeply fascinated with falcor like i wanted a huge flying dragon dog um i still cry at the scene where um i forgot his name but the the horse gets stuck in the mud pit <laughs> it's really sad it's really sad um I want to say that his name is Artax. I'm just going to put that out there. I could be right. But anyway, um, the never ending story truly, when you watch it now, it does kind of feel like one of those, like, when will this story end? And that's there, there it is. There's that. Um, but also deal with it. That was the kind of the storytelling of the time. Um, it was around the time of the Dark Crystal and the like cartoon Lord of the Rings movies and all those things. So kind of a just kind of the times. Um, and I will always love the DDR like techno dance song called The Never Ending Story. It's a beautiful time. I highly recommend you look it up and just give into it. Go into your closet, turn it on real loud, dance around, put on a fur coat, feel yourself because that's the story we all want and that's the story that we're living it's truly never ending um i don't know what that means exactly but we're gonna finish that we're gonna finish here on a high note because i just told you that your story never ends and it's not like that really annoying song uh i love you and i thank you for listening to me go ham go i don't know if i went ham but this is half an hour at this point so this might be that the cusp of ham we've we might have reached it um thank you for being here tell your mom i said hi